last episode of Kids on Bikes, Fred, George, and the rest of the squad went to the Old Town Hall and Cole Museum, um, where some spooky things were going down. Some of those bright green blob slash cloud creatures seem to have taken over the Cole Museum. Um, we learned that Micah not only can turn herself and other people invisible, um, but that they can also speak to animals. And then we explored the uh, Old Town Hall and Cole Museum, identified that there was a mine shaft in the Cole Museum and are now on a minecart ride. Um, and that's where we are picking up, uh, hurtling down a um, minecart <laughs> track in what I was going to say, such not... a gentle way of putting it, a minecart <laughs> ride for what's going on right now. <laughs> Listen, we might not be having a good time, but we're maybe not having the worst time we could be having. <laughs> Hank is having the time of his goddamn life. We don't think of the kind. Con- yeah. Some of us are having a fun time. (laughs) Hank has never had a better time. (laughs) So all five of you are in this minecart and had you had the option to go down one of two tunnels, one with a glowing green light down it and another that was a multiple foot drop. And all of you, almost all of you opted for the drop. Um, So you are now even lower and in an even darker part of the mine. Um, As the cart continues to rattle at full tilt down this track, um, all of you can get the sense that this part of the mine was either not as well maintained or has uh, decayed a little more. There are some missing slats, which you can tell because the wheels are kind of bumping over this track. Um, and as the minecart turns an abrupt corner, um, it sort of half tips forward, forward and then comes to a stop, uh, leaving the group of you sitting in, in the pitch black, um, with, with just the flashlight. And you can hear now that the minecart is no longer rattling, um, in this sudden stillness, uh, a murmur of voices from from somewhere below you, although you cannot make out exactly what they are saying. Hey, Fred, do you have like a flashlight or something? Yeah, I have my I still have Fred definitely still has her uh, crank flashlight, which I'm actually looking for mine now. But <laughs> um, uh, Cody checks around with everyone, asks everyone if they're OK. I, I think Micah gives you a thumbs up and then realizes you can't see it and then like puts it puts their thumb like an inch from your face so that you like definitely see it <laughs> fred will shine a light on everybody like going down the line so everyone can nod or put their thumbs up <laughs> basically do a head count of everything like, is everyone still here did anyone anyone fall out good bromwell scout instincts <laughs> shiloh could never <laughs> oh get Ooh, them that shade um so we should keep going right where uh where are the voices coming from from below you are we can i look down and see are we like on a surface is it like stopped in the middle of like a standing rail or could we get out and walk around so you are as you shine the flashlight down, you can see you were still on that rail that you were on before, but there are three slats missing. So the front wheels of your cart kind of dropped down into this space between the last slats and the ones moving forward. Um, shining the light down, it looks like about a, a 10 foot drop to the floor of whatever leads in, in other directions, um, shining like the flashlight forward and behind you. Um, it seems like there are long caverns of this mine where you could head in either, in either direction on foot where you to 
to get below this track. Um, and it continues long enough that you can't fully make it out, but you're, you're currently kind of suspended in this cart. Um, I think Micah's going to use her doesn't speak good listener to sort of like drop to that space in the ground to like really like put her ears close as possible to see if um, she can hear anything. Yeah, go ahead and roll brains for Micah. Um, and Micah's brains stat is actually her d20. Uh, 19. Nice. The, the, uh, voices that you can, can hear are definitely coming from up ahead, not back the way you came. So if you were to drop to the ground below this, this track or... Oh. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I forgot that I wasn't muted. I am so sorry. You're totally good. <laughs> but that is occasionally, I guess that is occasionally the sound you hear as, as Fred pulls, just every once in a while, like starts to fade and she like goes and like just starts cranking it again. <laughs> um, I think Micah's I throwing you some looks like, I'm listening here. <laughs> uh, for context, listeners, Emma so pulled out one of, you're totally good, uh, pulled out a, a crank flashlight that uh, like the one Fred has. Um, and those are, she will, she know. will look down to Micah and be like, Oh, so, so sorry, sorry, sorry. And stop cranking it. <laughs> um, so you, Micah can tell that if, if the group of you, or you could also walk along this track um, in front of the cart. But if you continued in that direction, probably the voices would get louder. Okay. So I think Micah just like points ahead really confidently um, maybe like holds a hand to her ear to signal or like does little like talking hands, like does something to signal like talking, move forward that way. Well, let's let's go then. I Hank is just going to get out of the cart and start kind of carefully walking along the track. George will follow them from a distance. Cody follows um, and like jogs a little bit to catch up to, um, oh my gosh, to catch up to Hank. Yeah, Fred will, Fred will follow flashlight, looking around, keeping an eye out. Fred, are you kind of trying to bring up the rear or are you up ahead of George? Um, I, I mean, if Fred, if George is, I would assume not, if George is making a conscious effort to be in the back, Fred doesn't care. She'll go, she, she doesn't have to be last. If, if George needs to be last, Fred does not care. There are bigger worries at this moment than, than George's whole deal. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Um, as you continue along this track, uh, Micah and Hank leading, the way. Um, if you glance down every so often, you can actually see that the distance between the track and the ground below it are increasing. So um, as as you continue down, um, you were kind of 10 feet above the ground and then maybe about 12 feet and then maybe about 14 um, as the slope of the ground is greater than the the gradual slope of this track. And as you continue, you sort of hit an abrupt bend in the track as well, like a sharp turn to the side. Um, and the voices that you could hear before below are are much louder and much further down. It's sort of like a sudden, it seems as though there might be a sudden drop around the corner. Um, and that might be also where you, where you find your people. Are we close enough to hear what they're saying at all? If we listen really, really hard. Yeah. I think as, as you draw near, you start to hear these voices. Um, and one of them is kind of lower and less intelligible. And one of them is sharper and, and louder and, after a few exchanges and as you get closer, you, you can identify this voice. Um, and it's the voice of the mayor, Bernarda Novak. And Bernarda 
is saying to whoever this other person or, or people are. Um, my understanding is that the security in the Bromcom building has not been adequate. And considering the great care we need to take with this project, I would have hoped that you would all be taking this more seriously. Um, and you hear that same kind of sort of reticent response, um, from the, the other party that you can't quite make out. Um, and Bernarda says, I understand that you've been juggling a lot, but I, I don't have time to babysit you. I have a lot of other things going on in my life. And then, and then you hear the voices stop um, and Bernarda says slightly quieter, where did you hear someone? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Micah should now turn all of us invisible, perhaps? Ooh. Oh, that might be a lot, oh, though, but... Oh, yeah, I forgot it. You if, can have her do what's it. Her? Well, maybe she could turn one of us invisible and they cause a distraction. Mm. I also have um, unassuming, so I could potentially stay out of sight and like and try to distract them. How far a drop is it down to where they are? Can we tell or just like far? So right now it's about a 14 foot drop, but you can see you're around the bend sort of out of sight. Were you to walk around the corner, it is a sudden drop off into the below. I would have, and I would have turned off my, uh, Frank, uh, uh, Fred would turn off her, um, her flashlight as the voices got closer. So we don't draw any attention on haunted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, can we, can we hear like footsteps at all? Does it sound like they're moving or are they holding still? It sounds like people are quietly, quietly conferring. Uh, the voices have become intentionally hushed as though they might be planning to respond. Is there like a, like a, actually, no, I don't need to look for a rock or something. I will, um, I will pull out my pet rock, Sandy. (gasps) (laughs) No. Unless there is any, unless there is any other like piece of debris on this track nearby that I could like take, uh, I think the debris is probably a little close to the to the walls. Like you could try to pry up a, a plank, but they're they're nailed in. Um, I'm I'm 11 years old. Like <laughs> Strength roll now. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've got like rubber bands and like. Well, the Tax. thing that I the thing that I could throw is the Bromcom keychain, but that feels like if they find it, it's gonna they're gonna Ooh. know. Um. Unless one of their people just has one, and maybe they drop, maybe could drop it. But I don't. I just don't want to sacrifice Sandy. Um. No, I feel like I feel like let's see if this works before we tax Micah's mm. powers. Hankel, mm-hmm. yeah. Hank will say a very solemn and quick goodbye to Sandy um, (laughs) and then throw the rock as far as he can in like the opposite direction of where they are to try and hit like a wall. Gotcha. So where where you are right now, just to clarify, is there's you're you're kind of at this end with a bend in the track. Um, so you can throw the rock behind you back the way you came, or you can throw it forward towards the voices, but there's not really like an, 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 an other direction. <laughs> yeah. And there's not another direction for you to well, throw this rock in. Um, if everybody starts leaving, I can try to use unassuming and like make some sound where we are right now so that y'all can get away and they'll be like distracted for a little while. But then what will happen to you? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of feel like 
like it oh it, like if there's something really important to see then like i would do it but also maybe we should just yeah. go <laughs> <laughs> Unless, yeah, we threw something behind us so they, like, ran past where we are and maybe we could scamper down. But I'm, oh. I'm not, I, I mean, I wonder options are. if they have any kind of illumination, we can't hide. Like, we're standing on a, on a track. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw the rock in their direction, like, towards them. And then, like, usher, like, gesture that everybody should run back to the, towards the cart. Um, can I get a brawn roll for the efficacy of this rock throw, Hank. Uh, six. So you you throw this rock decently. Uh, you were also 11. Um, <laughs> and this, this rock hits the wall. So you're trying to like throw it at an, an angle to like... I just want to make a lot of noise, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the rock hits the, the wall, like just out of your sight, um, and drops to the ground. Um, and there's, there's a slight clink. And then from around the corner, you, you see a green glow. Oh no. Around the corner from where we came or from, from, from the direction that Hank threw the rock in. Oh, and you are this. speed walking back to the cart. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, is the cart like? Is the cart stuck where it is? Would we the need to like stuck where it is? Oh fuck. Okay. So can we can we all together lift it? Yeah, out of the and maybe push it back the way we came. Yes, you. I mean, you I know can, there was a drop. You can push it. With with the five of you, as heavy as this cart is, I think you're kind of you would kind of be able to maneuver it up and start like manually pushing it um, uphill up this track. Um, Danny, if you look behind you as you're you're starting to wiggle this cart, sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the the greatest number of these green cloud blobs that you've seen so far is is two, I believe. Um, right now you're looking at eight of them. Uh, <gasps> yeah, I, I yeah, think we abandoned the car and run. Yeah. Are they, quick question, GM, are they on floating on the same level as the tr- as the track or are they down on the ground? Uh, they are they are kind of at all different levels, like ah, floating dang around float. dang it. this yeah. cavern like like bubbles. <laughs> yeah, Wait, forget the card. You know they don't like water though, right? Or no, they don't like animals. They don't like animals. Unless there's like a unless there's any like bats or something in here. I think we're <gasps> <laughs> Are there any bat could um is there are there do we think there would be a do I think there would be any bats hiding in here that maybe like we could cause something that would like send all the bats in here flying around? Maybe you would or is that know, too crazy. You would know, Fred, from your time as a Bromwell mm-hmm. scout that bats are native to the caves of this region. They are. Hey, could, Ooh, wait, Micah. Micah, Micah could yell out like bats assemble. <laughs> 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 she just does like silent echolocation. <laughs> oh, could 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 Micah maybe use her um yeah, she either some kind animals. of sound talk with animals or her her polaroid to maybe create a flash that would make them, like wake them all up or something and send them scattering. Oh, I'm I worry about alerting to our exact position. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if if it's a power move, um yeah, yeah, I like the talking with animals, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would love, uh, I think Micah, yeah, call, calls out in echolocation to the bats. Yeah, can you can you roll 2d4 for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're spending a psychic energy token, so taking Micah from 7 to 6. Cool. Um, I rolled uh, 5. Nice. Um... On, on the ceiling 
above you, um, a glow that contrasts with the, the green blobs floating towards you. You see like two little red dots looking back at you that you realize are the eyes of a bat. And then dozens and dozens more of those little red lights appear on the ceiling um, as you realize that all of these bats have just taken up residence in this not on fire, tenuously on fire. It doesn't feel hot here. Um, old mine. Um, and you hear kind of a, a chatter and a ripple as these bats suddenly responding to, to Micah swoop down kind of in a shockingly coordinated motion for even for a swarm of bats and charge at, at these floating green blobs. Um, and the green clouds recoil with like a speed and for having no, no facial features, terror that um, is maybe unexpected for them and just go zipping back around the corner. Um, and you hear a, a shout of alarm from Bernarda and uh, two other voices, it sounds like you can now tell. Um, and you hear Bernarda yell, what are they doing? Um, as, as the bats just like shrieking, pursue these clouds back around the corner. And as as the glow, so that the cavern becomes darker um, again, since you don't have the flashlight on and, and the clouds are also now back in the main space, um, becomes darker. You see like just a little a little flash um, before she's kind of obscured by the, the dark of Micah's nose is, is bleeding again. Uh, I think we got to get out of here, um, maybe without the cart. Yeah, we gotta, we yeah, gotta let's go. Let's ditch it. Let's ditch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give Micah a bandana too, so she can wipe away the blood as we start to head away. Great. Um, I also have a flashlight. I have it written in my pack as just flashlight, so I don't know if it's great. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. It, it, it's fine, but did you did you did you have the battery? <laughs> if you got batteries, you're good. So I check I check my flashlight. Does it have? Of course, does of it course, work? yes. <laughs> you're you're you have one of those like little flashlights you can get at the gas station where you like turn it and they come in like that metallic pink. Oh yeah, or that metallic per- one one of those little guys. So like it gives you light, but it doesn't hold a candle to to Fred's heavy duty sort of <laughs> camping situation. Great. But it is more light. Um, I just like point it straight it's at enough. the track um, just to, to for us to be aware of obstacles. Um, and I start running. Yeah, no, you're not really you're not really seeing any obstacles. You are seeing some missing slats. So it's good that you have this light. Um, facing down as, as you run back. And it's, um, you're probably running for about a minute and a half, the group of you, before you get to that part of the track below where looking up, you can see it was like the 10 foot drop that you, Mm -hmm. your cart fell down. So we got, so we got our only way out is to get up there. What does the ground below below us look like? Is it like in front of us is like a cliff and like above there is where the 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 thing is, the drop off is? Or is it like still a slope? It's about so the ground below this track is about 10 feet down. The track above you is 10, about 10 feet above that. So about 20 feet up. From, from yeah, the ground. I, I guess my my question is if I'm looking at the ground where we are versus the ground where the one higher up to us is, is it that the track goes up or is it that the the whole like ground goes up, which is why the track's going up? Basically, I'm wondering if we can climb down and keep running in that direction or if we'd still need to climb something. You could it is 10 feet down, but you could get down and keep running. There's not a there's not a huge vertical drop or anything. It's just that mm-hmm. flat cave ground. What do you guys want to do? Should we should we should we climb down and keep running? Yeah. Yeah, let's just move as fast as we can. Yeah, at least we know that direction, yeah. Okay. So this is about a 10-foot drop. Um and you are 
you are children. Um, what does this like <laughs> dismount strategy look enough. like? You are children. <laughs> oh, Emma, you have prepared, right? Do you have any rope or anything? I do. I do. I think uh, I think Fred uh, would absolutely, possibly, if I could use that to say that she would have some um, uh, some kind of rope, at least ten feet of it. Um, it's probably like something pretty small but sturdy that wouldn't take up too much space. Does she have one of those um, like paracord so. bracelets? <laughs> absolutely. Got yeah. I got that. She's got oh, some carabiners. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I think that's an eminently reasonable thing for someone like Fred <laughs> to just be carrying around. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she'll 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 try to uh, yeah sacrifice. I it's like uh, I guess we can we can use this to to climb down, and she'll fully like latch one onto the. Um, God, I think what she does is like latch, try to latch a carabiner onto. Uh, and honestly, I'm tempted to say that she is those carabiners that little on Little Reading say not for climbing usage. Because like, <laughs> why would you buy the? You know, just things that oh, it, it'll be fine. Um, but like latches one onto her belt loop, like onto the belt loop, and has the rope, and then one onto like the track, and will start to climb down, and presumably be ready to throw it out like the next person can pull it up and she's like yeah you guys you guys can pull it up afterwards and 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 climb down um and she'll give it a shot can i get a so this is like a fun makeshift contraption you're making can i get a brains roll from fred for absolutely uh can i take half and get 10 yeah you can um awesome and i think that that does it um this is You've you've I imagine watched a lot of nature TV about God bless she rock has climbing and too things. much too much um, <laughs> and so this is maybe like perhaps uh, a professional like climbing instructor would be dubious but for the <laughs> yeah. ten feet between the but track for, and for the ten ground feet, exactly for ten feet and also mostly climbing down just holding onto like the wooden like like strats and stuff like that I think yeah. It, it holds up just fine, um, and you're able to throw that rope back up to your your compatriots. Um, and, and Micah will lean into, like, the light of your flashlight, which you still have, and, and give you a little thumbs up. Uh, sweet. We, I climbed down. <laughs> yep. Let's go. So you are now on the ground of, of this mine um, beneath the track. Um, you can go back the way you came, which you know is a kind of a downward slope and then a drop, or you can head back towards, back towards the exit under this, this minecart, um, track. Which way do you go? Are the people towards the exit? Uh, the people are, are the opposite way. So the opposite of the way that you've been running. Okay. So, sorry, I'm just trying to get my bearings. We've been running... The way we came from. Yes. Correct? And so the people are the opposite way. And there's also an exit that way? You don't know what's that way because you didn't go around the corner. Gotcha. I'll be honest, I'm kind of curious. Well, (laughs) I feel like um, George looks at Micah and um, kind of like accusingly asks her, like, well, what now? I mean, you wanted us to come down here. What is it that you want? I think Micah, because she's scared of George, takes like a couple steps back and is just kind of looking at her um, just sort of blankly. George sighs and says, no, really, though, you are the one with the powers. So I feel like maybe you might know something more or something. So maybe you should like, what do you want to do? And she she holds out her her hands, uh, Fred, for your notepad again. Yep, Fred, I'll hand it back. Um, and Micah writes, um, we should find out what the mayor is doing. Ah, uh, that's what I was afraid of. But is this the place? Is this the best place in time to do that, or should we? I mean, I kind of want to... I've got some pretty radical 
parents who who distrust oh the God. government. <laughs> so they'll start a grassroots campaign. We're gonna get an investigative team in there. We're... They will make a petition in two so, yes. seconds. <laughs> um, I mean, mm-hmm. if if like theoretically the most trustworthy person in our whole town, and also whoever's in charge of like the only way that most people in our town make money are doing something bad i don't know that i trust like any adult to do anything about it or even if they try i don't know if anything will happen i feel like we should get more information and also we should try and stop the bad people and maybe the second part happens later but the first part we could do right now Mm -hmm. we just don't know any way to fight those green goo monsters well we're friends with so many bats yeah but it hurts <laughs> Micah well Micah's the one that wants us to keep going is there any way we could sneak and so they wouldn't see us yeah we can be really quiet and there's so much the bats are making so much noise that like who could who could hear? Yeah, maybe they thought the noise was the, the earlier was the bats, and they won't expect anybody else to be coming. Yeah, I kind of want to see what's see who's there at least. Like maybe maybe Benny's in on it. I, I think bet Benny's <laughs> probably in on it. I bet Benny's the mastermind. Yeah. Um, is there anywhere um, around us? Huh. Is there anywhere around us where something small could be hidden? Like a rock that could have something hidden under it? Um there are there are probably like cave formations um that like not exactly a rock you could pick up with like it's not like a hermit crab cave um situation, but there are rocks you could kind of pile up to put something under um or rock outcroppings um that you could you could slide something behind cool so cody's going to um take out his beeswax food wrap and (laughs) um yes just wrap the his um bromcom keychain in it and then use a rubber band and like tie it to a like stalagmite or something um, because he knows that like no one else in this town uses <laughs> beeswax food wrap, <laughs> so like if his parents find it, that's like a a clue for mm, them. Yeah, I think at this moment Cody is like approaching this as solemnly as <laughs> an eleven year old can, and like <laughs> just I almost just thought to, about like, yeah, I almost thought about putting a, a note up there or something. But I was so afraid that like someone else would find it. But that's like that's like the perfect thing of like potentially innocuous and also absolutely Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just I hide that. Um, I don't like write anything because I don't want it to don't want to make it look too obvious. So I don't like write a note or anything. Um, so I leave that and then turn around and say, <sighs> okay, if. If you all think that we should solve this right now, then I'll help. That's really brave of you. Sometimes being brave is just admitting you're scared. You know, Cody, just when I start to respect you, you say something that just, (sighs) I can't. I can't. A single tear is falling down (laughs) Hank's cheek as he's actually very deeply moved. Um, Cody says, uh, that's okay, George. The amount of respect I have for you hasn't changed. (sighs) I love Cody so much. Oh Um, my God. Hank is going to start creeping in the direction of where the voices were. Um, and I think his idea of sneaking is like the Pink Panther cartoon. With <laughs> <laughs> like very high knees. Only on starts, uh, yeah, it starts going on all fours and there's still like a whole, there's the like, you know, a hundred feet of walking. Like, you can't do that the whole time. Yeah, like it's he's, not, he's walking like, yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what's fair use. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I think that Cody is uh, goes back to holding Micah's hand. That's very sweet. Yeah, I think Fred might help wa- walking, start walking along with them, maybe keep sort of to the side and like using the wall to sort of see where we're going and like also try to maybe keep out of the way a bit in case anything comes around. Can we hide behind any of these? Like, are these rock formation or cave formations mm. large enough that we could hide behind them if we needed to? Or is it just stalagmites? The stalagmites are large enough probably for one person to fit behind. They're not okay. like behemoth rocks, but. Yeah. And like a pinch. Like, if you we're could. sort of all spread out, we can like, yeah, pit, yeah jump behind them maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're heading back up this cave um, and the, the distance between. You and the track above is getting greater and and greater um, because this is a downward slope. Um, you you're not hearing you're not hearing those voices that you were hearing before. It, but as you as you do draw like closer and closer to this this bend, um, you do start to see some of that faint green light. Um, and you've sort of at this point hit like that abrupt turn um, where there's the track above you about 14 feet up and then like around the corner and you can see the drop just out of view. Um, and this angle you sort of would need to like lean out and peek or send someone to investigate to to get more would of a visual. Would this be a good time for Cody's unassuming maybe if he can peek around? I just realized that I don't I only have one adversity token and I need to to use it. Oh, um, I think I have one. I can give it to you. Um, Yeah, I would do that then. And um, if that is okay with you, CJ. Yeah. Could you just for listeners, could you explain how unassuming works? Ooh, yeah. Let me pull it up just so I have it right. So unassuming as a trait says, uh, I may spend two adversity tokens to not be seen within reason, parentheses, GM's discretion. I would say, I would say this is reasonable. Thank you. Um, great. Yeah. I, I think that Cody, um, takes some deep breaths and then, um, uh, maybe looks to uh, Fred for for some reinforcement. Gets a really stout nod and two thumbs up and feels Cody feels very grown up in this moment getting um, getting an older kid's approval. And um, <laughs> Micah, Micah will also squeeze his hand um, before she lets go. Cody walks forward into the danger. Oh. <laughs> I'm so oh, nervous. No. Okay, yeah, Cody walks forward. Um, Cody, as you creep around this corner, you can now see um, there's about, you could walk about three feet forward more before there's that sudden drop. Um, and that drop is about 20 feet down. Um, but there is a utility ladder that has been clearly installed into what is is functionally this like pit within this mine. And you are looking at what seems to be some kind of elaborate laboratory setup. There are a number of these green these green blobs floating around the space, kind of like, cowering um back on the opposite side of the pit um some of the bats have dissipated but others are still sort of like frenetically flapping about making intermittent noises and you see enormous glass canisters almost like a an aquarium um or a cylindrical fish tank um installed all around in in this pit um there are a number of cabinets there are a number of thick, enormous computer monitors. Um, and in a lot of these large aquarium-like tanks, there are eight of these green cloud things floating loose right now, um, but there are dozens more within the canisters. And the people that were here before seem to have left. And looking further, you can see down on the opposite side of this huge 
pit. Um, so you're sort of like on one ledge and then there's a ladder down. And then across the expansive of the pit, you see another ladder up the other side and a door installed um, there that looks an awful lot like the elevator door in Broncom. Oh, boy, that's a lot. Um, Micah does have her Polaroid. Um, but I, I again, I'm, I'm not sure if we want to alert them to our presence yet. But if we can figure out a way, I think at that point, I would definitely like uh, I think Micah would definitely want to get some pictures. Does it does it have to flash or does it just? Oh, does yeah, it I guess it. Yeah, I guess it depends on whatever type it is. I um, think around this time you'd be able to have Polaroid to that flash. And I guess I would think I would think since it's a, a laboratory, it'd be pretty well lit. So you wouldn't need a flash, maybe. Uh, so the first thing Cody does is like sort of like backwards um, army crawl, like so so that he's uh, just within view of the other folks and just like give gives a thumbs up, um, does like a little like person walking uh, gesture with his two fingers um, and then like big no. Uh, big no sign with his arms <laughs> to try and say it's okay there are no people does anybody understand what Cody's trying to say I think Hank interprets that as don't go <laughs> yeah I think so too yeah um and <laughs> yeah so Cody Hank is just like two really big thumbs up <laughs> um uh, okay, so, uh, Cody sees that nobody is coming forward, and and so without standing up, continues to army crawl over and whispers very <laughs> we quietly. We all just look down at him. <laughs> whispers very quietly. I think they all left. What did you see? There's like a huge. It's like the lab at school, but like bigger and and like remember when we went to the aquarium. For, for that field trip. It's like that, but also like the biggest computers I've ever seen in my life. It's like Star Trek. Which one? We're <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek. Are we talking? <laughs> I'm trying to think of no, we're, I think we're pr- still pre Enterprise. Are we talking like uh, original series or, or, or DS9? Because they look really different. I don't think DS9 has come out yet. Because um, DS9 is after TNG. Okay, DS9 is after TNG. Anyway, it's it's like the original <laughs> series. It's <laughs> just like big. It's yeah. big. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, Co- of course, Cody with his parents has seen Star Trek, and I think absolutely Fred has seen Star Trek. So we're we're getting into semantics. We're getting into semantics. Anyway. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so so I. Oh, great. Thank you, um, CJ. Yeah, because um, it, like, started before TNG finished. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because there was a crossover. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, yes, Cody has delivered this information. Micah writes, I haven't seen Star Absolutely. Trek on her notepad and holds it up so that you guys are, like, going to move it along. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fred looks at Cody and it looks at Mike. It's like, okay, when we get out of this, we're gonna we're gonna get some. There's there's we have some VHSs back at the house. Well, well. Anyways, so not should we go? Not important. Sh- should we go like get a closer look? <laughs> if no one's there. Yeah, there's a ladder. Okay. There's a ladder. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really buried that lead. <laughs> <laughs> Hank is low-key extremely excited and will run and start descending the ladder into the lab. Wait, wait, wait. No, there's still goo. There's still goo monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. Cody, you have to tell us this. I'm sorry. I got distracted by the big computers. <laughs> That's fair. Big computers are really cool. I get it. I get it. Hank, you can see that the goo definitely notices you. Um, and one of them fl- starts to float towards you and then a bat kind of swoops at it and it, <gasps> it recoils. Yeah. So it seems like yeah. the bat efficacy is still, is still working a bit. Um, but you have, um, alerted them to your presence. Um, sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, then maybe, then maybe Micah should take some pictures and we should go back the other way. 
Uh, Micah points at the Micah points at the elevator across the way. Oh, it looks like a rom-com elevator. She puts her hands on her hips and then points at the elevator. Do you want to, do we have, do we go that way? She knows. Well, we should get evidence and then we can go in the elevator. Yeah, I think maybe we should take some pictures so we can show what's going on. Yeah, and I, I have the, yeah, Micah has, I think uh, Micah will shrug and nod in and, and pull out her Polaroid, maybe takes a, a few good pictures that will uh, sort of show the like cave entrance. So there's clearly, you know, the evidence of their access to the mines and use of it and such. And some of the, um, is it an instant Polaroid camera? Um, I guess Polaroids are instant, maybe. Yes, it's it's know. one of those okay. that prints out the little thing. And... Yeah. Do do the green glowing clouds show up whenever you know you hold it? You don't you don't shake it. You're not supposed to. You just hold it. Um. Uh. And do they show up in the in the image? I don't know why they wouldn't, but I'm just curious. The green clouds do show up in the in the image. Ah, that's so weird. I don't know why, but it's cool. Uh, yeah, so I think I think she'll take a few, not to run out the whole film, but like one or two uh, that will show sort of the span of it. And again, especially emphasizing the the mine access. So that clearly Bromcom, which I assume is not general knowledge that Bromcom necessarily has access to these abandoned mines. Hank tries to get into all of the pictures and maybe only succeeds oh in, into like the corner of one. <laughs> there's a there's a blurry there's a blurry like peace out. Yeah, peace out. <laughs> <laughs> um, could I could Cody get a closer look at the tanks if there if there's stuff yeah. in there? Um, after you guys climb down the the ladder, you kind of have free reign of this expansive pit laboratory. Um, and you can go over to the the canisters and there are there are a few there are a few different types. There's one that that really does just look like an enormous fish tank um, with a glass lid. There's another that is cylindrical and seems to be like capped on top. Um, and Cody, as you as you approach uh, these, which are all sort of lined up around the edge of one side of the pit, um, one of these green glob things sort of like presses itself up against the glass towards you. Whoa! So it it can't move through solid objects. It, it seems like it just has to fill the space of its container, but then it can't move through. But it ate my gun and your water bottle, so how is it not just eating the tank? It can't get its mouth around it? Cody taps on the tank. <laughs> um, and the, the, the cloud responds and, like, presses itself more up against the glass. <sighs> and then it sort of... <laughs> it sort of reforms into a cloud and then floats up to the the top near where the the lid is and sort of presses oh. itself up against there. Mm-mm. No, I'm not about to see this thing like octopus escape. <laughs> nope. yeah. No, 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 no. Great. Um, um, so he backs away from that. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, could I, could Fred look around maybe for any kind of like, notes or notepads or papers or anything that might have some names or some information on it or something around here like if they had le- if they left anything or if there are any unlocked drawers or stuff yeah there's there's not a ton of what looks like storage or or mm-hmm. anything um but you do see two things one is that um there are all of these all of these computers um and the other is there's a file folder sitting on one of these on the table next to one of these computers. Oh, I'm absolutely opening that file folder. <laughs> um, the file folder contains what looks to be some kind of like lab report, diagnostic readout. Um, there's a lot of unnecessarily jargony words, um, like most scientists who don't want to advance public science understanding would write. Um, but you can discern that this is a report, some kind of some kind of test um, about about something called um, Subject Thirteen, um, and it reports that like a certain thickness of glass like seems to contain it, um, that transferring its 
illusory properties to a different subject was unsuccessful and that it seems to shrink when not fed. Hmm. Is it, could, um, could Micah come over, could a Fred will gesture to Micah and sort of like lay these papers out so that Micah could get a picture of uh, all of them to get the, a copy of the information without maybe taking it if we still want to mean sort of secret or Fred will turn to the group and says like, should we take them or should we take these papers for evidence or should we, should we just take pictures? What do you think? Or both? I would take the papers. Yeah, maybe okay. maybe it'll well, it probably won't stop them, but we should take the papers. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'll still have Micah take a picture just for for backup, but yeah, I think Fred will then go ahead and take the files and put them in her backpack. Uh in in one of the like quart-sized Ziploc bags. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. As as you guys are standing here around this like table with the massive computer conferring, you can see like behind you the glob that you had been investigating, Cody, has made its way back down the the interior of the tank and is now like pressing itself up against the the wall instead of up at the the lid again. Um Cody goes over to George and is like, I had no idea that any of this was even possible. I thought that this was all just stuff that happened on TV. I thought you didn't watch TV. <laughs> My Baba lets me watch TV sometimes after everybody else is asleep or when they're out on dates. He brings me McDonald's too. Yeah, I guess, I mean, grownups, you have no idea what grownups are doing, so I guess they have all sorts of secrets. But this is, this is like the worst secret though, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't get worse than this, does it? Well, we don't actually know what's happening. We don't know. Like, I think we need to figure out why these things are here and what the mayor wants to do with them. As you are standing here, conferring, um, having this kind of revelation behind you, behind this computer table, the elevator door dings. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percival Horneck, and Nicholas Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Our Kids on Bikes game features C.J. Linton as the GM, Ella Mock as Cody Thompson-Lee Garcia-Smith, Percival Horneck as Hank Boswell, Emma Covert as Fred Hudson, and Esther Yumi Ko as George Prevanathan. Kids on Bikes was written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski and published by Hunters Entertainment with Renegade Game Studios and Infectious Play Publishing. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DNDramaNerds. Check out cast bios on our website, DungeonsAndDramaNerds.com, and tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds. Dungeons and Drama Nerds.